But thank you so much for taking time to talk with sure. us, Governor. I appreciate it. Uh, we have a lot of questions. Of course, 2020 was a big year and 2021 can only probably be even busier with everyone wondering about the coronavirus vaccine. So that's the first question we have is really, what are your rollout plans? Will you begin to specify which phases and which people will be in each phase and kind of give those a, a date or at least a, a projected date for when we could expect a vaccine? Well, we certainly have a plan that we've already started to, to execute. I think the important thing for Ohio citizens to understand is that we don't have enough vaccine. Uh, we just, you know, we're not getting enough in. Uh, Ohio's getting its share, but we just don't have a lot, a lot coming in. So, for example, we've given about 175,000 uh, people have been vaccinated so far. Uh, and here's kind of the plan. We started with the most vulnerable people. The most vulnerable people are people in our nursing homes. Over half the deaths from COVID in Ohio have occurred in nursing homes. So we're well into uh, doing our people in our nursing homes. And we would just encourage all the residents and we would encourage uh, everyone who works in a nursing home to get that vaccination. Uh, second, we're working right now uh, with people who are our frontline medical people who are working with COVID patients every single day. In about two weeks, we are going to start what we call the second phase, 1B. And 1B uh, will be people 75 years of age and older. And we will start with them in, a, in about two weeks. And so uh, within the next week, we'll be telling uh, everyone, you know, whatever county you live in, wherever you live in the Mahoning Valley, uh, you're going to be able to go and look. These are the places where you can get the vaccine. Again, the caution is going to be that we only have about 100,000 for the first week. And we think it'll continue at about that rate for, for a while. So it's going to take a while for everyone who's 75 years of age and older to be able to get the vaccine. But we're going to get it to them just as quickly as we can. Absolutely. I'm wondering, for the people that are in the first round, do you think by then, by this, the next two weeks, you'll have all of the health care done, you'll have all of the frontline workers done, and you feel confident we can move forward, you won't have anyone left in limbo waiting still in those other first primary categories? So, so some of these, these two lines, the, 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 let's say 1A here, uh, 1B here, 1A will continue uh, even as we begin 1B. Uh, and so we will be completing it. For example, uh, everyone has to get two shots. So the people in nursing homes will still be getting some shots as 1A continues. So these two will actually be on a kind of a parallel track for a while. But we would hope to have most of the frontline medical people vaccinated within the next 10 days or so. Okay. Uh, will the state follow the CDC recommendations? Do you think that your groups are going to differ? I think we've got a lot of confusion among local workers. If you're a grocery store worker, for example, a cashier, a bagger, a stocky, stalker in the back, uh, you know, are you in this phase that's next with 1B or is it just the elderly? And, and when can those folks who are still having to go to work, they don't have a choice and showing up physically to their job, how soon can they expect to get a vaccine? We would love to vaccinate everyone this week. We would love to have enough to just open the spigot and say, hey, let's get everybody vaccinated. We can't do that. So we're dealing with something that as Americans we're not used to, and that's scarcity. Uh, scarcity in, in, in public health 
scarcity in the vaccine, but we do have a scarcity. So our overriding mission, these are our missions, and this is what's driving every decision about who can get it when. Number one, how do we save the most lives as quickly as we can? And number two, how do we protect our frontline health workers who are protecting us? And three, how do we get our kids back in school by March 1? So those are the three things that are driving uh, every every decision. So there's a lot of groups out there that have contacted me, make very good arguments and say, look, I'm a frontline this or I do that. And, you know, we would love to get them vaccinated. But if you move that individual to the front of the line, what you're simply doing is pushing that 75-year-old or that 80-year-old or that 90-year-old whose mortality rate is much higher, you're pushing them back further. So let's say you've got someone who, who is 35 years of age and um, you know, let's say they're a police officer. We would love to vaccinate every police officer right away. But that person, if you take that 35-year-old, they're going to be replacing their 80-year-old grandmother and, and whose risk of death if they get the COVID is much, much greater than that 35-year-old. So those are the tough kind of the tough choices that we, we have to make, and we have to opt for saving lives. And I think that's what people expect us to do. Okay. Um, are you understanding, though, that there are people out there saying, well, then maybe those who are elderly should stay home. We're the ones having to go out and go to work. You've heard that argument. What's your response to that? Um, they're, they're absolutely right. We have people in grocery stores, for example, who have to work every day who are exposed to people. That's why you know we have insisted, and now we have inspections, that everyone who goes into our grocery store has to wear a mask. Uh, everyone goes into any retail establishment is supposed to wear a mask. We have to protect them, and we would love to be able to say those people can get the vaccine. But, I mean, think about this. We've got 12.7 so million people in the state of Ohio. Um, most of those are adults. We would like to get them all vaccinated, but we have to set some priority because we don't have enough vaccine. And so we start with those who it's a life and death matter, who, you know, the 90 year old, who if she gets COVID, uh, her odds are not great. And so we have to start with her and we have to work our way down and our goal is to save the most lives that we can. So every every group, frontline workers, they have very meritorious arguments to make and we would love to do it. But if we do them before we do the 80 year old, more people are going to die. I know you were pressed yesterday about the plan and the rollout. The CDC has a more detailed one than Ohio. It gives some folks the impression maybe there is no plan. You're assuring us there is a plan and you know who's after the 75 year olds? You do have this mapped out, sort of? Sure. I mean, we're going to, after the 75-year-olds, I mean, the, ne the next group, the 1B group, is going to be three different parts. Uh, one is going to be, you know, first people over 75. Then we're going to move to people over 65. 86% of the deaths in the state occur occurred from people over the age of 65. So if we can get that group covered, we know that we're going to save a lot of lives. Second, we have people uh, who have are medically compromised. Someone, let's say, who's going through cancer treatment. Uh, they're, they're in a medically vulnerable position, but they're not over 65. Um, that person also will be able to get the vaccine in this 1B 
one big group. And third, we want to get our kids back in school. So any school that commits to us that they will open up and bring the kids back into the classroom, we will be able to vaccinate their their school people, their teachers, their custodians, and others. So that's we have a plan. That's what 1B is. Uh, it's going to take us a while to finish 1B. That group is about 2.2 million people. So we are now only getting vaccine in the state. If we look at putting the nursing homes aside and we look at uh, what will happen in two weeks when we start on 1B and we get to the people over 75, it looks like uh, we're only going to have about 100,000 vaccines, new vaccines per week. So as you can see, it's going to take a while even to get through that 1B group. Are you confident we'll get to the regular public, the everyday Ohioan who doesn't make these categories uh, sure. by the summer? I mean, what are you expecting for the yep. general public? That's one of the questions some of the viewers yep. have messaged me with recently. Uh, they want to know when can just a regular average Joe in Ohio yeah. get this vaccine? And no one can tell them that because we don't know what's coming in. And so I can guess. Um, I mean, our goal is to vaccinate every Ohio adult who wants to get the vaccine. But when that 40-year-old who, who doesn't have the medical problems, when they will get it, I don't think anybody can say. Here's what we hope happens. We hope that Moderna and Pfizer that's sending the drugs into the vaccine into Ohio, we hope that their production goes up so that those streams get wider. We also hope there's other streams that come along. Uh, as you know, there was one vaccine that was approved recently in, in the UK. Uh, we hope it gets approved in the United States. That'll be another stream coming in. We hope there's other vaccines. So we, what we think is going to happen is what comes into the state of Ohio is going to go up like that. But that is a ways away. How and long? So, I mean, what are you hearing behind the scenes? A ways away? Does that mean a couple months or a few months? Well... Yes, it's, it, you know, we're going to be certainly in, in a number of months before we get to the general population in Ohio. And I wish that was not true, but I don't want to mislead people. And I want to tell them what we are seeing. Now, every Tuesday, uh, we get the numbers for next week. Uh, and then we allocate those and say, you know, it should go to this hospital. It should go for this nursing home. It should go, go here. It should go there. And so every Tuesday, we find out what we get the next Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. So we're going from week to week. We have some idea of what we'll get in two weeks or three weeks, but we don't know for sure. Uh, that's why I'm, I said I was just guessing at 100,000. Um, we don't know for sure until that Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we get the numbers. Okay. One of the viewers we asked was wondering um, if you think that the vaccine is safe, and if it causes harm to an Ohioan, is there any recourse? Well, the courts, you know, certainly people have the, the ability to go in, into court. Um, you know, again, this is the, this is the, the lawyers would have to answer. I'm a lawyer, but I, I haven't studied up on that particular question. So I don't know that I can really answer that very well. Okay. Uh, and then another question from our viewers, uh, they wanted to know, wouldn't it be better just to shut everything down for two weeks, let the virus die down enough to get people time to stock up on their groceries and then, you know, see if the virus can, can then die off a little bit more and drop some of the surge. Do you think that's just not going to work based on what you've seen? No, I mean, the experts tell us that we don't get uh, what's called community spread or herd, herd immunity 
until you get 65, 70% of the population. Uh, we're probably at 10, maybe 15% now. So it will be, it would be years just to let this run wild. And the number of deaths would be, would be staggering. The only way we're going to get this immunity candidly uh, is through the vaccine. And, and I'm, look, I'm optimistic. I mean, I can't tell you how many we're going to get in a month from now or six weeks from now, but I'm optimistic that the number coming into Ohio is going to increase. And my commitment to the people of Ohio and my job is to make sure that we get these vaccines out just as quickly as we can in people's arms. The good news is, uh, you know, as of last night, I think we had about 175,000 people in Ohio who've got their first shot. They've already gotten some immunity. Uh, when they get that second shot, uh, they're going to have very good immunity. And those numbers every single day are going to go up. So, you know, we got to look at this, uh, the glass being half full. And uh, so that's something that we didn't have a month ago. And so every day is going to get better and we're going to move towards the sun. Uh, the director of Operation Warp Speed, he said earlier this week that the feds can help the states. Uh, but they need specific requests. Have you, as the governor of Ohio, made any specific requests for any help in getting the vaccine out to people, maybe getting to these seniors who are homebound, whatever assistance you may need in rolling out the vaccine and deploying it? Have you asked the federal government for assistance? Yeah, I mean, the real, the real, the real issue is just volume. Uh, you know, we've gone back and forth with the federal government, uh, with the, the Trump administration. We've already started talking to the Biden administration. Uh, good conversations. Both have been very cooperative, very, very helpful, um, you know, to iron out if there's any kind of snags in, in, the, in the distribution line. But the real challenge, again, is we just need more vaccine coming out. And so, you know, my message to the incoming Biden administration is anything that, you, you know, you can do to increase those numbers. Um, and same thing with the, with the Trump administration in the days they have left. You know, we, we need to see these numbers up. But, but look, everybody's trying to get the numbers up. And if you want to look at it from a positive point of view, we've never seen a vaccine developed, developed this quickly. Uh, and they went through every, every check. They did everything they, they should do. But we now have vaccine going into the arms of Americans today uh, in less than a year. And that's uh, something that's never been done before. Uh, the development of the vaccine was called Operation Warp Speed, but the deployment of it and getting the vaccine rollout out has been anything but that. Yeah, sounds like it's moving at a very slow pace. How concerned are you about 2021? Were you optimistic we would see the end of this coronavirus, where we would see the end of these mask wearing um, orders of advisories? What do you think we're going to see in 2021 as we look ahead? Sure. I think 2021 in Ohio is going to be the year of recovery economically. Uh, but also medically, uh, public health, health-wise. Uh, the next few months are going to continue to be tough. But as we move towards the spring and into the summer, uh, I think things are going to be a, a lot better. You know, we're focusing right now uh, in, in our administration not only on the vaccine, not only on keeping the virus down, but we're focusing on our next budget and, and the priorities that the people of Ohio should have, early childhood education, uh, education and getting our students who have been out of school caught up. I mean, our, our goal to have every kid back in school by March 1 is a real goal, and we want to be able to do that. Uh, you know, working on problems, 
like the lead paint problem, which, you know, in, in the year 2021 should be gone. We shouldn't have this as a problem. We shouldn't have kids who are being hampered in their, in their development because of the lead paint problem. Um, Lake Erie, we're going to continue to work on what we call H2 Ohio, uh, which is now in its second and third year of getting resources out so that we can make the lake uh, cleaner, uh, deal with the algae bloom problem. You know, these are all things that we can do for our kids. And our ultimate goal is for every Ohio child to be able to live up to their God-given potential, no matter where they're born, no matter where they live. And we're doing a lot of things and working with the legislature uh, in that area as well. So look, I'm optimistic. Uh, I'm a realist. I want to tell people, look, this is not going to happen overnight. We're not going to get back to normal. You're going to have to continue to wear a mask until, you know, we've got the immunity that we need in the state. we got to be careful. But this is the year we come back. What is the epicenter of the economic problem in the state? In your opinion, when we start to see more people vaccinated and more of these restrictions possibly lifted, or maybe we go back to a semi-normal situation with more and more yeah. people getting the shot. Look, what will you think will be the biggest problem? Will it be the restaurant industry, local businesses? Where are you hearing might be the biggest issues? Well, I think any retail business has been hurt. Most retail businesses have been hurt. Certainly the restaurants and bars are hurt the most because people can't wear a mask in there when you're eating or when you're drinking. That's not their fault, just the way life is. So I think that you know, as we move out of this virus, and we're not out of it yet, I mean, we've got widespread spread, but we have always felt that for economic recovery, the most important thing we could do is to keep the spread of the virus down because when people are scared to go out, scared to spend money, scared to do things, scared to take a trip, then that has a, a big impact on the economy. So I think as more and more people get vaccinated, um, and as we begin to move away from the high levels of, of the virus, and we're not there yet, we're at a very high level, it's plateaued out, but we're at a very high level. I mean, we've got a third of our people in our, in our ICU units in the state of Ohio are there because they, they have COVID. So we still are in a, in a tough, tough situation. But as we begin to move out of that, I think people will, you know, start getting back to doing what they were doing before. And you'll see that that will have a, a big boost in in the, in the economy. I mean, take an amusement park, just one part of the economy. Um, you know, if people feel that they're safe uh, in August, September, uh, you know, you're going to see more people go out, more people have fun and more people spend money. And these are all good things as we kind of work on our mental health and try to get back, back to normal. So, so this is going to be a much, much better year than 2020. We've got to stay the course. We've got to keep focused. We've got to do what we have to do, which means get the vaccine out as quickly as we can. And I would just say anybody in a nursing home, uh, you know, you're getting an opportunity in the next week, two weeks, three weeks to get a shot. Please get it. If you have a loved one in a nursing home, get them to get that shot. That's their ticket. That's their protection. Same way if you work in a nursing home, please, please take that vaccine when it comes around because we want to protect the people in the yeah. nursing home. So, you know, we've got to take the vaccine when we have the opportunity to do it. We have an obligation to get that vaccine out as quickly as we can. And then we have to move, move to continue to be careful with wearing masks until we get to the point when we don't have to wear masks anymore.
Yeah, well, one day. I know it's not quite yet on the horizon. We'll be talking to you before that ever happens. I really appreciate your time this morning. Thank Thank you so much for taking time with us. And hopefully we can talk in the near future on maybe some more steps in the next phases of these vaccines. Thank you very much. Good to be with you.